If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Young nigga, I got old cats spazzing on the ass. I got product on my whole ass. Got my lab with me, pop a nigga like yo, yo, yo. Shopping on the ass. I think we live. We ready to go? Serenaded by the sweet sounds of Kodak Black. The finesse kid. Yo, Kodak Black, like Kodak Black and Little Uzi have the same shit in common. That music just makes you feel good. I just start dancing as soon as I heard this shit. Like I, I, I actually started listening to some young, some little Uzi in the recent couple of days. Shit makes you smile. You're like, God I, damn it, I was listening to uh, Joe Budden's podcast and they were talking about uh, Bad and Bougie, and he he's like he's like I didn't even know fucking little Uzi was on there until like a day ago. Like because I didn't get that far because now with rap music, like the first verse, remember the last verse was everything. Like I gotta be on the last verse. I'm gonna kill this shit. Fuck all these niggas before me. Now it's the first verse because now everything is club culture. So if you're not on the first or second verse, your shit not getting played. So so Lil Uzi's verse has probably never gotten played in the club one time all of 2016 and 17. And shout out Migos, number one album in the country, 115,000 units. You want to introduce ourselves? Um, we went right into it. I mean, they know who we are. What's up? It's your boy, C. Diddy. It's already an asshole. Uh, Matt <laughs> makes me sick. This is the realest podcast ever. Week four. You know, we doing it. We doing well, too, man. Yeah, man. You know, you know, we got we got that we got that vulture for y'all. Um, you know, we're going to talk about these current events, man. And yeah, hashtag Migos for president. Check out episode three, Migos for president, man. Like, that was a, a hell of an episode, man. You know what I'm saying? So go back, episode three, Migos for president. Make sure you rate, like, subscribe, and share the podcast. We need as many ratings and comments as humanly possible. We're trying to get these numbers up. We just got our numbers. I'm not going to say what they are. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, Thank it's y'all. Phenomenal. It's fucked up. Like, 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 literally, <laughs> I, I want to talk shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, well, fuck it. Let's talk about it. it was, uh, let's do it later. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that later in the we, show. How about we, episode seven when we become official podcasters? Okay. We, oh yeah, that's another thing. We are now over the fifty percent hump. Fifty six percent. Fifty six percent of the way there to becoming a real podcast. Hashtag the little podcast that could. Hashtag TRP. We appreciate all y'all support, man, and everything y'all doing. Um, I have a challenge to all of our faithful listeners and subscribers. Every person that you know with a smartphone, walk up to them, say, hey, let me see your phone real quick. Subscribe them to the podcast. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Search the realest podcast ever. Boom. Subscribe them to the podcast. If you got enough time that they walk away, fucking leave a comment and a rating off of their phone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what we need. That's exactly what we That's how we're going to get these motherfucking numbers up and get this money and then be able to do, like, cool giveaways and live shows and, like, shit like it, that. It was something I wanted to say, but I forgot it. So we'll, I, eventually I'll figure out what it is. All right, man. So we got a lot of hot fucking fire to talk about this week like the, yo the show is writing itself at this point like you know what I'm saying? at least half of it like, like literally like <laughs> half the show is fucking writing itself man because it's like yo it's so much shit in the media where the fuck 
do we start, man? We got back to back Nicki Minaj topics. Yo, real quick, I like this headphone halfway on. It, 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 it frees you up. Yeah, it's, it's freeing. It's a, it's a cool feeling. I like it. You yeah. Know what I'm Matt has his motherfucking cat burglar uh, scully <laughs> on from the dollar store. <laughs> no, this one's three dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Say the dollar store, Drake. Poppy store. Yeah, poppy store. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. So, where do you want to start with this shit, man? Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, LeBron, Young Dolph, Fifty Cent, Greg well, Popovich, like it, it's everything, man. I, I guess uh, stop. I, man, the Nicki shit. I guess. All right, man. The hot topic in the fucking news this week: one, the the Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill breakup. Can we get a, a moment of silence for the for the breakup? All right. All right, so the Nicki Minaj Meek Mill breakup, and then the subsequent fallout from that. So the first thing is pictures hit the internet the other day. I think it was like Wednesday, February first, beginning of Black History what Month. The first day of Black History Month. How about it? Wayne, Nicki, Drake pictured together for the first time, and who knows how motherfucking long. Like you've seen pictures of Nicki with Wayne, you've seen pictures of Wayne and Drake over the last year, two years. You haven't seen no pictures. Oh, of them three together, which leads us to believe that they haven't fucking seen each other. Like, they all, you know, mega famous, got shit going on. So that in itself was like a moment, and it got a lot of people excited, like back to that 2011, 2012 era yeah. when they was, like, really crew running shit, tearing shit up. You know what I'm saying? So um, that was exciting to see. And then there was another picture of just Nikki and Drake, and it kind of looked like she was sitting on his lap, kind of looked like she wasn't. They was kind of happy as shit to see each other. Yeah. Kind of stunting on Meek. <laughs> like, it was a lot of Drake, shit going Drake's on. Drake's the pettiest nigga on the planet. Yeah, it was like, Sniper Gang. He's like, the number one American you just, sniper. You can see it in his face like, yeah. Like, got your bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can, just, you can you tell two, two things about Drake. You can tell that Drake read the 48 Laws of Power and that he saw American Pimp. Yeah. Like, is yeah, it, like, saw, like he's very, like, subliminal and, like, yeah, Philly yeah, nigga, media fuck you. Lost like, <laughs> when that picture got posted, I'm talking about Twitter, IG. It was amazing. It went absolutely hysterical. Yeah, they went bonkers, man. I and mean, um, and just motherfuckers were jumping shit. out the window. Yo. Like we were talking about jumping out the window on the yeah, way here. Yeah. Like if you jump out of 18. Uh, story window, you don't feel it when you hit the ground. Motherfuckers was jumping out the window the like second story, <laughs> like, feeling all like, like, <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying like splat, like yeah, you're saying I, I, one I, young I, boy. His caption was so aggressive. I, you just you any bitch now, bitch. You I, a nut I ass saw, bitch. I saw one chick was like, "Yo, she's so corny. Bitches like this ain't never gonna be successful." I'm like, "Ma'am, <laughs> she has ninety million dollars and she's number two on the all time <laughs> Billboard Hot 100 entry list." For women, I'm like cool. Out, it's yo. already been working. Yeah, like, like is I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. We're on like year seven of this shit. Like it's been working. Th- this be my job because it's like you know, I, the city rides with your artists. If that's the way it's supposed to. Yeah, be. I completely understand it. I seen a nigga get his head knocked off in New Orleans because he said BG wasn't a legend, and you know. It's it's BG. Rightfully so. It wasn't even like you said Weezy or Juvie. It was fucking BG. The third hottest hot boy and, is and, not a legend. And get the your shit right. Marriott and they rolled on him for talking crazy. You can't go to Yeah, you can't cities. talk about Lil Doogie like that. No, it's not going to happen. You can't go to the third ward and talk about the ghetto boys. You, so yeah. it's just the way it is. I understand riding for your city. Nikki in a relationship, though, was A1 respectful. 
Yeah. Didn't do no. She stops fucking with her friend Real shit. to respect her relationship. I, I don't even understand the, the problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it just doesn't even make sense to me. My whole thing was this, and I said this on social media. I'll say it again for the show. You can't be mad at somebody who, in respecting their relationship, falls back from a friendship, and then when the relationship is over, she reestablishes that friendship. And that's the thing. Friends stay friends. I used to have something I used to tell women all the time. Do you want to be my girlfriend and for a year, and then I fucking cheat on you 90 times, and then you fucking hate me and never speak to me again, and then you lose out on all the other good qualities that I have because I'm a piece of shit boyfriend? Or would you rather be my friend for life and we just fuck here and there and I eat your pussy and, like, buy you some shoes on your birthday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, what would you rather have? Would you rather have 20 years of that or, like, a strong year of being boyfriend and girlfriend with 90 breakups in between? You got to really figure out what the fuck it is that you want. So what I say that to say this. Friends stay friends. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Motherfuckers go through shit with their friends as two men. Men might fucking really fist fight and bludgeon their friend. And then I'm afterwards it's like, it's like, ah, what was he fighting about? You know what I'm saying? Because now the aggressive part of it is over. It's a rap, but with breakups, it's more passive aggressive. So the shit just linger and it's yeah. all this petty shit back and forth. And it's like a bunch of fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and that. This is, why, this is what we see now with people posting shit online. Right. So, so, so when that happens, shit. it's easy to go back to something that's familiar and comfortable because it's going to make you feel, it's going to take you out of that space and take you back to a time when shit was all good. Like, damn, when I wasn't in this relationship and I was with Wayne and Drake and we was doing X, Y, Z and da, da, da. Like I was that bitch. Like uh, my, my, my take on the whole situation is I really don't understand the whole Meek Mill L situation. Like, I don't understand why people just quick to be like, Oh, Meek losing Meek. Le-. The, the nigga's rich. You know what I'm saying? Very. The nigga's rich. I, I, I might be over, overstepping the line. Meek's a household name now. Yeah, got so, 11 million social media followers when his page is active. So I don't think he lost. Uh, the, the man's getting hundreds of thousands of dollars a show. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had he a, got a fucking party at Vanny Grand this Friday. He's he getting a stupid amount of money. He, he had a number one album. <clears throat> he, he He's well known now throughout the industry. DC4 was fucking smoking. I don't understand. The, he the, he lost the battle. That goes without yeah, saying. Yeah, that's cut and dry. But the whole consistent L shit, I don't get it. Now, at the same time, Meek does do some shit that you be like, no, he probably shouldn't have did that. Yeah, like, you know <laughs> he probably shouldn't have did that. Right, he shouldn't have done that one. You know what I'm saying? But did you I, see the TMZ video? Yeah, we're, well, uh, what, that's like. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Jump the gun. All right. Continue. I... I just don't understand the consistent L shit. It just makes no sense. Yeah. Cause he's winning at the game of life. Hell yeah. Bentley truck, Rafe, and, and like, motherfuckers like, oh, Meek's losing. I'd be like, 
a, a Bentley truck, Rafe, and Nicki Minaj, <laughs> that, I'd take it. Right. <laughs> you know, give me those L's, bro. Give, give me them L's and we good. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I definitely did see the TMZ video since we're going to go ahead and get right into <laughs> it. Um, so, I mean, so my, th- my last thing about the actual relationship itself was everybody knew that this relationship had an expiration date on it, obviously, except the person she was in the relationship with. Like, I think me. <clears throat> You think he, you know what I'm saying? Because as, as I say this all the time, like as men, we got to understand when it's like, Didn't when it ain't about, when it ain't it? about us. Yeah. Allegedly the, the cost of the breakup was they was going on a romantical vacation and he brought the chasers with him. And instead chasers. of, instead of spending time with Nikki, <laughs> he got? was riding dirt bikes with the chasers the whole time. And she's like, uh, Hey, I'm your girl. I'm Nicki Minaj. You saying you see this ass and these titties? You know what I'm saying what's your problem? What the fuck is going on here? And he cursed the fuck out and walked away and went to go ride more dirt got, bikes with the got chasers. Back on the got, banshee, bitch! I'm getting back on my banshee. <laughs> you on some nut ass shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying did a donut and then when he came back, she was gone and Bike shit. You know what I'm saying? Twelve o'clock and this bitch was out. <laughs> she was the fuck out of there. Like, damn, you a nut ass bitch? Cause you really going to leave just because I brought you on vacation and they spent no time with you? What type of time is you on? Like. <laughs> You a nut ass bitch, cuz. I don't got time for this nut ass shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm imagining that's how it go. You know what I'm saying? How, yeah, how the fuck it Something went. close to them to them uh to those <laughs> levels. You know what I'm saying? Alright, so now the other part of the fallout from the breakup is mysteriously Her house got robbed. Her house got robbed. <laughs> like top to bottom, like ransacked her shit like old school, like motherfucking paper soldier shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I posted it. On uh on Instagram and my caption was when you break up with a Philly nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes a Philly nigga steal your shit while I, y'all I'm, going I'm, together. Somebody had posted it and the caption said, Damn, O'Melly really be riding. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag own breed. <laughs> I was cranking up off of that. But um I I, I the robbery it, it happens, you know, whatever. Where where does she live? Where did, Beverly it, Hills. It happened in L. A. Right? Yeah, they had they got a house in Beverly Hills that they was renting together or whatever. And then there oh, was it a, happened in the house that they were renting. Yeah, exactly. Ah. And there was a whole that was a whole thing like when they was moving into this house allegedly that you know niggas were rolling up to the house when Meek and Game was going through their shit. Niggas was rolling up to the house taking pictures of the house like hey. Sending them the game and whack like, hey, you want me to go in this motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Like shit, like that. Like shit was about to go left. <laughs> I got or whatever. Free twelve years of my yeah, life. Yeah, so I- it's like the the house is apparently in a real predominant like area where it's just like, oh, hey, that's Nicki Minaj house. Like you know what I'm saying so. Well, you know out there they do that. They're like the TMZ tours and they'll just take. I I, I don't understand. Yeah, that and, shit. and my whole thing with the shit is like. If you make my, I live my life a certain way. It's like if you maintain a certain level of security, you ain't got to be shocked and appalled when wild shit happens to yeah. you. So it's like if I'm Nicki Minaj, I'm gonna be living in a fucking castle like King Arthur with a moat around the Real motherfucker shit. with sharks with laser beams on their heads, shooting every motherfucker that come across. And if you just so happen to make it into the pool, the sharks is going to fucking eat you yeah, I'm, and then I'm, shoot you I'm, with the I'm laser paranoid beam. paranoid to begin with. So it's like it's like, I, and I, I would have all type of camera systems and shit yeah. linked to my phone and. My camera system would be millions of dollars. Like, all types of shit. For three Because I don't want nobody to ransack, jump my fence, ransack my crib, and take 200 bands out. Like, in L.A., that's their shit. Like, YG made a whole album about flocking, which is breaking in houses. And you motherfuckers still didn't get the memo. Like, his whole first album, debut album, is about breaking in houses. Like, I wasn't much of a hustler. I broke in people's houses. 
Yet and still, two years later, houses are st- celebrity houses are still getting broken into. It, it, it just it took a weird turn when they ran up on Meek coming out of I think he was in Houston. Yeah, and uh, DJ Meek Mill for the, for the uh, <laughs> DJ Meek Mill for the whole uh, uh, what's this weekend Super Bowl Super Bowl and uh, TMZ ran up on him and was like, "Yo, Nicki Minaj house got robbed." Where were you at? Like, <laughs> since they were on. Like, where and then, were you? And then Meek untucked his jewels and flicked them out the car he, window. He put his chains out the <laughs> out truck. the car window. He was in the truck. <laughs> I advise any of you out there, go find this video. It's on World Stars page. It's on Academics page. He flicked the jewels. He had like four diamond necklaces about, on. about six, seven of them. And on. flicked his jewels out the window over the... Out the out the truck door, out the window, and was like, "Do I look like I, I need to like rob, I rob people? people? I got four fifty on my neck, eighty on my wrist. Do I look like I need to rob people?" And I'm like, "Honestly, Meek, kinda. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you roll that Scully down, it kind of resembles a ski mask." So no, it was like his, his whole his whole answer should have been what he said at the end. You asking too many personal questions about my fucking life. Yeah, go ahead with yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The the whole flicking of the jewelry was strange. It, it was, was hilarious. It was funny as shit. <laughs> was you funny know what I'm saying? Shit. Stunt, young nigga. Stunt. <laughs> I like it. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. So, uh, I mean, 200K in, in jewelry. Allegedly, they ransacked the motherfucker. They destroyed flipped, the house, Flipped supposedly. everything upside down. So, hopefully, she's going to be moving soon. And then, I hope she had renter's insurance as well. Yo, renter. Hey, listen, <laughs> if you don't get it... <laughs> Get it. If you don't got it, get it. Listen. It's it, the greatest thing it ever. Will, it will not. If, man, if you got car insurance, it will not cost you much more. They usually discount your car insurance. They, get, they, get they, they have insurance. a thing called multiple policies. I yeah. know a lot of people don't really understand that. Because they don't really have insurance in Philadelphia. But you can get life insurance, car insurance, auto insurance. All through the same provider. Home, and, they, and they give you discounts for multiple policies. Trust me. It's, it's the greatest thing you could ever have. Yeah. yeah. All right. So pray for Nicki Minaj. Pray for Meek Mill. I think the petty is going to go on all year between these two. That's my fucking prognosis. I don't think so. At least until June, July. Because when the Nicki Minaj album comes out, oh, the mud is getting slung, my nigga. Like, you got to understand that. You got to look at the, 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 like, people like, oh, Drake, did you hear Drake John? He's coming at Meek. And it's like, no, this is the way Drake rap. Right. This is how Drake has always been the... If you listen to Nothing Was The Same, every song sounds like it's about Meek. Right. Because that's just how Drake <laughs> right. rap. Nicki makes songs, that's how she rap. When Meek tell people you're poor, that's just how, <laughs> that's how he raps. So it's like... Meek went to the Jay-Z school of telling niggas they poor. Yeah, and That he did pick up. Like, Jay told niggas they was poor for nine albums straight, and they was like, Hov is the greatest. Yeah, damn. <laughs> it's like, like no, you too, motherfucker. Like, remember, it's remember, like the Donald Trump shit keep coming full circle. No, you too, motherfucker. I remember motherfucker. when uh, Watch the Throne came out, my homie was like, have you heard it? I'm like, yeah. He was like, so what's your take on it? I'm like, it's basically Kanye and Jay-Z just telling people how rich they are and how rich you're never going to get for 13 <laughs> songs. That's just what it is. This shit is amazing. But yeah, man, I, 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 my thing is I hope we get the music. You see Drake, you see Wiki, Wiki. You see Drake, you see Nicki, you see Wayne. Yeah. I hope we get. I want an album. I'm hoping. I want an album from the three of them, and I'm hoping that more than anything that Wayne get re-energized and get back on his shit because he's showing glimpses. Like he murdered the intro on Drama album, destroyed, destroyed that, that shit. Like on some old Wayne, he got a record coming out with Young Crystal. He destroyed the shit. I, I like him on a uh, Chance John. The, uh, no problem. It, it's just. Wayne is Wayne. I just you a goat. Right. You a goat. It, yeah. That don't go away. And Wayne and Drake are currently battling for who has the most Hot 100 entries of all time. Keep putting it in perspective. They've been smoked the Beatles and been smoked Elvis. That 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 to me is the craziest part of anything with urban them is artists the, is the fact that Little Wayne 
and Drake go back and forth for number one and number two yeah. for Hot 100 entries all yeah. time for men. Then you got Hot 100 entries for a woman. This is, goes back to the girl saying yeah. Nicki Minaj is never going to be successful. This will be terrible. <laughs> Nicki Minaj is second all time. One song behind Aretha Franklin. Right. Like, Nicki Minaj. You don't think that she got one more in her? If, if Nicki <laughs> drops one more Hot 100 song, she yeah. will be Billboard's most successful woman ever. Beyonce, Madonna, yeah. Whitney, Mariah, Ella Fitzgerald. That just whoever. goes to show you the work ethic and how much they was just on some shit over there. Wayne, like when Drake, it was and going- Nicki are one, two, and one. That, yeah. That's just nuts. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. We're so really I, one, one, and one. Because yeah. they keep fucking, Wayne and, and Drake keep tying and passing It's just each crazy, other. though, because Drake's career is like half as long, half as short as Wayne's. Yeah. But it's like, I, I really just want to see music. I want to see mixtapes, albums. Yeah. I don't like, I, I hate the fact now that like our rappers just get to post memes on Instagram and we cool with that. It's like I, when, like, all right, Big Sean's album just came out. Do rappers even put albums out anymore? Real shit. Like, or because I, I feel like I just been listening to like singles and like mixtapes. Like the, the, the rappers we the last on, two like years. You look at Jay Z dropping every summer consecutively, yeah. a whole different wave. No album sounds the same. Yeah, and and every summer, DMX dropping is dark and hell is hot. And Leor like, yo, I give you a mil if you can do another album. He like, oh, come through next Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I got eighteen songs yeah. that we was fucking and around he with. The order. Another album that sells five, six million copies. Yeah, like, it's like it's now, like, now legit artists go 17, 18 months with nothing. Like Big Sean, they just on Twitter. Big Sean is two years in between albums. What Crazy. the fuck was you doing? What? Like, like what the fuck was you doing? Real Drake, shit. Drake been on four tours since then. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All of them. They, they be on first take and doing every fucking thing else yeah, other than like, dropping music. It's fucking weird, man. So because it's like this whole gray-ass area of, like, what's an album? What's a mixtape? What's a playlist? What's just, like, random one-offs? Where is yeah. this shit going? Like... What is it for? There's no rollout, and it's just like, yo, the label's got to, like, get a hold of this shit because all it's doing is illuminating the fact that y'all are not needed. Like, it's just putting more and more of a light on the fact that it's like, I don't need to be signing no motherfucking record label. They're not doing shit for me anyway. They're not organizing nothing. They're mm-hmm. not in the field organizing in stores or, you know what I'm saying, or a, a, a community day or nothing. or You know what I'm saying? Nothing to, like, yeah. bring awareness I, to I, these I, projects. I, I, Motherfuckers are like, throwing shit out. I, I like Meek. And I, I, I was happy when, when I found out Meek. Rod, I tell you, when I found out Meek had the number one album in the country, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Little nigga. Two weeks Dirty little nigga from 19th and Burks. You know, I drive to 33. Right. <laughs> I've, I've seen 19th and Burks. <laughs> You don't just get to where you got the number one album in the country from there. So yeah. I, I I like him. I just want him to drop consistent music. Yeah. Like, it just continues. Like, he's been stop. promising us four and a half for three months. He's been promising us DC four and a half since four dropped. And it's like, I know you got the music. You play more snippets on the internet than anybody. Like, and that's one thing I give, give us the fucking music. That's one thing I give Drake with his whole goat run. Like, Drake really became. The bull, like Jay Z in two thousand and you know fifty and 03. like Drake became one of them. Yeah, and he don't stop. The same shit Fifty did. The same shit yeah. Wayne did. Like fuck that. I'm gonna drop as much shit as I can. Yeah, because they ain't gonna love you forever. Right. You already know that. Like Drake got a record about to drop with fucking Young Thug and Twenty One Savage. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying and it's it's Savage record, but you know what I'm saying it's like arguably the three hottest as far as heat goes. The three hottest in the game getting together on one. You know what I'm saying it's like. Where's Meek's record like that? You know what I'm saying? Not the same exact artist, but where's a, a Meek 
and Migos record. Like you got the relationships. I, it's not hard to get this shit done. What a difference. But that was how six months ago at this no, point. No, that's on DC Four. Right, but all right, it's February. That was in September. Damn, well, yeah, you I see know. what I'm saying? So it's like do it again. Like that's the whole thing with Drake. Drake don't stop. Drake do this shit again. Yeah. And ninety percent of his records are by himself. But he even strategically pulls this relationship and that relationship and saying he took thug he did the domestic tour of future took thug on a european tour so that's opening thug up to a whole nother fan base and then now when he gets back he's a bigger artist so you know he got five six I, records I, with drake i feel like meek just has a lane that just no one else could touch like his energy like when he do them energy tracks he got the he got the it, street shit and you know i'm saying and he makes club fucking bangers six years later dreams and nightmares intro is still a philadelphia yeah. anthem. anthem motherfuckers Everywhere. are singing this shit like their life depends on it yeah. especially when they out of town yeah. To let you know, oh, where are they from? Yeah. Where you think they from, motherfuckers? Yeah. North Philly, probably. But South like, Philly, probably. Like, they know the difference in Liddy. I like no bullshit. I play those in the house with yeah. the Bose surround sound. I be standing on a fucking coffee table. I'm telling, yeah. I be going crazy off fucking no difference. I mean, they know the difference. Yeah, he just got those energy tracks yeah. that just no one could touch. So it's like you have your lane, just consistently drop. But then it's just, like these records are so good, like. And this is the label, go back to the label shit, like, his, his A&R, the boy Dallas or whatever from Atlantic, is like, why aren't y'all taking none of these records to radio? Like, why is the difference not playing on radio 3,000 times a week? I don't listen to radio, so I don't. Oh, I, I don't either, but I know it's not playing because the shit, it, it would reflect in the chart. You know what I'm saying? It would chart if it was. So it's like, what the fuck are the labels doing and the A&R is doing in terms of servicing these good-ass records? Like, Liddy is playing on the radio a little bit. But that's in Philadelphia. Who's to say that it's playing in Greensboro, North Carolina, or L.A., or wherever the fuck? And it should be. Yeah. Because it's an excellent fucking record. It's a perfect record. You don't need to remix it. You don't need to do nothing else. Just service the motherfucker and run it. And shoot a good-ass video to the shit. And let's see what the fuck happens. So, that's our music industry 101 shit for the day or whatever. Um, same day as... As let me let me say this: right. as Philly social media was losing their fucking minds, as the men were going nuts, the women were going nuts, everybody was people start, were putting hits on Nikki. Everybody was t- coming at her shoes. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's starting to lose it. I don't know if Beyonce got she followed Philly people or what, but Beyonce was like, like, "I'm gonna look out for my young Joe. I'm gonna end this shit." <laughs> Post the goddamn picture yeah. I, I took with the with yeah, beyond, Queen Queen Bay King Bay, however you uh call her, um is having twins, man. Yeah. She's having two baby Jay Zs. Um, Blue Ivy, sorry to break the news to you. Inheritance just got bust down three ways. Yeah. Um, you're no longer a billionaire. No. You're a three hundred and thirty three millionaire. Three hundred thirty three is good. We can work it. You know what I'm saying bag. you need to. You might want to work something out with your uh, with your future siblings. You know what I'm yeah. saying and, and see what you can negotiate. You know what I'm saying. We had to come with a good ass plan for some investment of an app or some shit for y'all to yeah. do together, or whatever. Um, but you know, uh, Beyonce made an album about leaving her motherfucking husband, and then went and got pregnant by him. So you know, yeah. made all y'all dumbass bras leave y'all boyfriends and hold them to some higher standard. Now she in love with her man again. Shout out to Beyonce. I, it, it was it was funny to me because literally. The Nikki slander and the Drake and Meek and all that. Bullshit, as soon as it hit a fever it, pitch, it literally. It, it halted. It, it quiet just, all that shit down. It was insane. It literally. And you was a, unless you was a dirty halted. young boy, you stopped talking about that shit. And uh, somebody I work with, I, I ain't gonna say his name because I don't want his car tires to flat and that shit. <laughs> but because <laughs> people love Beyonce, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is and, a different uh, thing. He was like, "Oh man, 
I don't even understand why people like her. You know, it, it just don't even make no sense. Like, why do you care if she's pregnant? And I'm like, yo, first off, you don't say that shit loud. <laughs> I, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to take a bullet for you. <laughs> I'm like, people are are allowed to be fans of greatness. Yeah. And she's fucking great. For our era, she's the GOAT. Michael Her, Jackson. She's Michael Jackson, like, Michael as, Jackson as a woman. It's just real shit. It's what it is. She's Michael Jackson in the age of piracy. If, 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 if fucking records wasn't getting pirated and the internet and all that shit wasn't the way it I'm is, tellin', Beyonce listen, be selling 27 million records and I, shit. I was at Beyonce concert. People were crying. Yeah. I'm talking crying. It's a different. It's a different feel. Crying. It's different. <laughs> one one plus one came on, nigga. I was singing like it, it, it's just what it is. People were crying. You ain't seen that since Mike, where yeah. motherfuckers is fainting and all that crazy shit. So it's like I understand it. I understand people being fans of it. Let people rock out and do what the fuck. And that's the happen. biggest thing, just in life in general, is that everybody everybody is so cynical and wants to be a critic of everything. Now it's like, yo, let people like what the fuck they like. Like if people spent more time focusing on what they like rather than being on the internet talking about the shit that they hate and this is nut shit and this and that, it would make for so much more of a peaceful like yeah. internet community because everybody wants to be the one to jump out the window. Even if they got to retract it, motherfuckers just have a thing with wanting to jump out the window and be the first one to have. A negative opinion or some sort of an opinion, period, on something. They want to go on the record and saying, yeah, he's the most uh, underrated Migo. So it's like motherfuckers just want to like jump out the window. Here's their term again. And be the first one to like put their stamp on something, even if they got to retract it or come back later and say, I was wrong. But they want to be the first one to like have this crazy fucking opinion. It's annoying. I hate it. I had made a tweet. I'm like, I don't want to see any of you little dirty heifers. Doing the, the Beyonce yeah, yeah, shoot yeah. for your pregnancy. I don't, we don't want to see that. Yeah. But Beyonce shit is cool. We yeah. good with that. Did you see the picture of the chick that popped up that looked like she had puppies? She did the she recreated the photo shoot Mm-mm. and she had the fucking chewed up stomach with the fucking oh. veil and shit over. I I I I thought her body looked halfway. Call me what she want. I was cool with that one. But it's like yeah, like people literally like they went crazy for it, and it's like it's understandable because. Bees the shit. Beyonce. Congratulations <laughs> yeah. to Beyonce and the nigga Hove. You know, Jay Z at the, at the at the young age of sixty is having more children. <laughs> you know? Young Hove, yeah. sixty two years yeah. old, sixty five year old Jay Z. The balls are still working. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Told y'all he was Young Hove and he meant that shit. The sperms is still swimming. Yeah. Congratulations to the Carter family. All right, uh, what's next? Uh, let's let's go here and ratchet news. Uh, Young Dolph dissed the bullshit out of Yo Gotti. Um, this is this is gonna be a bur- bathroom break for me. <laughs> I don't know anything about these people. <clears throat> Young Dolph dissed the bullshit out of Yo Gotti on this uh, new mixtape he has called Gelato. For those of you that don't know, Gelato is delicious, um, but it is also like a water ice gelato. Yeah, but it's okay. also um, a flavor of weed. It's like the it's like one of the best selling like weed flavors you in the dispensary. Are a weed connoisseur. Yeah, I am. Like smoke a lot of weed. Yo, Not as much as I used to. Remember that terrible ass weed that you remember? I was going oh crazy. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was yo, like yo. Listen, I, I gave Matt some weed one time. Listen, and he new, called me and new, was like, "Yo, can you take this weed back, new, please?" <laughs> new weed is is incredible. I, I I like weed that's grown in the ground. Like shit comes from like the Trick earth. Daddy said. I don't smoke the loud. I smoke the quiet. Yo, this, this shit that they doing in the in the fucking labs uh. with flashlights and all this crazy shit. <laughs> The nigga Chad bought some weed to my house. I'm in there smoking it. I'm angry as shit. I'm sweating. I'm going crazy. 
I called him like, yo, please come get this shit out of my house. <laughs> he's like, he's like, listen, I'll take a short. Just swap me out for something different than this. Get shit. rid of this shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't want this. Like, yeah. like. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. What is this? How much is this? This is forty dollars worth. Give me twenty dollars worth of something that's I'm, not I'm, I'm, as aggressive. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck is this? This nigga sent me a screenshot. It's called Death Star, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's got the whole rundown of what's in it. And I'm like, yo, no, nah, I'm cool. Just how much fucking uh, MSG is I in this shit? Like a, I'm like, yo, bring me some red. <laughs> this man, like, let me get some Arizona. Real let me get a, let me get a quarter of Arizona. I'm cool. Fuck this shit. So. So, Young Dolph dissed Yo Gotti, his record called Play With Your Bitch in Gelato. Um, and basically, the cover art is mega disrespectful. Um, it has a, it has like a, a screenshot, and it says, don't play, play with your bitch. And then it says, Ho Gotti Baby Mama, 24 missed calls. Oh, that's what that is. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that on Twitter. Yeah, the shit is fucking hilarious. And literally, in the song, it's like, Young Dolph ain't the greatest rapper by far, but Yo Gotti got to punch this nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's getting to like a disrespectful level where it's like, yo, I used to front your big brother. I fucked your baby mom in the same hotel for a month. Your baby mom said you a sucker. Um, it's just it's bad. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And it's yeah, it's like it's like he's gonna have to pull up and do something. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much all I got on that. So check that joint out. And actually, Young Dolph uh, new mixtape is pretty dope. It's on Apple Music. I fuck with that joint. This is not a paid endorsement by Young Dolph, by the way. Where's he from? Memphis? Memphis. Yeah, they both from Memphis. Memphis. Okay. Dolph is from Southside Memphis. Gotti's from Northside Memphis. And the, the backstory is once upon a time when Dolph was coming up and he was doing records with Gucci and all that shit, Gotti wanted to sign him. I'm from Memphis. You're from Memphis. We need to put it together to do such and And Dolph basically told the nigga, I got too much money. Like, it ain't no amount of money you can give me. I already have my own million dollars or whatever the fuck you know what I'm saying? I don't need your money so from there it's just been like Yo Gotti has refused to acknowledge Dolph ever since then so it's like no matter how big a record he put out preach and get paid and all these records he just won't acknowledge the nigga like he's just acting like like he don't exist he's taking the Jay-Z approach but then with, like on Gotti album he poked him like on the song 81 on the intro okay. he poked him on that joint so then Dolph just was like fuck it I'ma just I'm jumping out the window. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we should have called this episode jumping out the window. There's a lot of that shit going on right now. So that's everything with that. Um, You want to do sports? You know what's crazy is uh, I got an email the other day, and um, we get get a lot of emails. So I'm, like, going through them now. Like, we're we're real podcasters. We get emails at Shit is real. Yeah, this shit is crazy. I'm going through the emails the other day, and Chick was like, yeah, I don't like when y'all do sports because I don't watch sports. And I'm like, bitch. I started to reply. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I, exclamation I, point. <laughs> I started to reply to it, but I'm just like, no, for what? Because, you know, I'm emotional. I can't, yeah. you know, you tell me you don't like some shit I'm doing. Like this. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying my hardest. Like, I got to take, thumbs I gotta take my thumb to my yeah. pointer finger to not. But no, real shit, I'm like, you can't please everyone. It's yeah. like, yo, we do a broad base here. We got a lot yeah. of shit that we cover. So it's like. But the thing is, we could do a sports podcast. Like, half of our fucking. Uh, 
half of our group chat is about fucking sports. And we get deep into analytics and secondary stats and all that shit. We don't even do that shit on the show. Wait, wait till Rod come up here with that fucking oh laptop. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you. Rod with his fucking advanced stats and his biometrics that he created Yo, and all that it, shit. Like, and his betting fucking wagers and how he came up with formulas and shit like that. Like, y'all gonna fucking have a headache then Yo. by that standard. We talking about LeBron. I thought everybody loved LeBron. Real shit. The fuck? Shit, fuck that. We talking about LeBron. What, what did LeBron do? Uh, all right. LeBron destroyed the Barclay, yeah. Charles Barkley. Yeah, he, got, he gave Barkley an He gave Barkley. Barkley threw out an ether himself, though. Did you see the shit he said to Shaq? Yeah. That was you can't ether. really fight good. Yeah, first off, you, first can't off fight. you can't fight that good. <laughs> Shaq was looking like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, Shaq like he wanted to kill Barkley. It's like Dude. it's like where you know like they what they said was true, but you still upset. Like he was pissed. Like yeah, cause they fought back in the day. Yeah, yeah. like first of all, you can't fight that good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, Bron definitely ethered Barkley. Yeah, Bron Bron gave Barkley the, the them hot them hot bars that Dylon hot fire. But this is my thing with Bron, and this shit it's been going on for a while. When Bron get pissed, he becomes that's what happened last year in those finals. Uh, Draymond was like, "Use a bitch ass nigga." And then Clay was like, his feelings was hurt. And then next game, 41. Yeah. Next game, 41 and a triple-double. Game 7, 27, another triple-double, yeah. and the fucking block her around. And we're like, Bron reacts to that dumb shit. Yeah, he just don't do it every night. Stop just, poking the bear. Real shit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all poking the motherfucking but, bear. But I wasn't mad at Bron, though, for that shit because it's the God's honest truth. It's what I said last week when I was talking about Bron and, like, how since 17 – he been doing it, and and like he 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 the boy, he's at the top. Like exactly, when you do a Mount Rushmore, you kind of got to put Bron on there. Yeah, absolutely. Like I tell people all the time, I'm like, listen, in his prime, LeBron with Larry Bird wouldn't score on Bron one on one. No, he he like it's not even close. Like he would destroy Magic Johnson. Dog, not trying to be funny. Bron six eight two sixty. Yeah, and ridiculously in shape. That when I watched the. Uh, What's that, that that shit they do? The sports science. Yeah. He was running 21 miles an hour when he blocked Ego Dallas shot. This nigga ran, he got his body speed up to 21 miles an hour on a 90-foot court. Right. Bron could fuck around run track. Like, right. like that shit's <laughs> right. incredible. Yeah, he could potentially be the greatest Olympian we've ever seen. Track and field, fucking javelin, hammer throw, That's all that shit. shit. It's, it's like you God-given ability. I just don't understand why he just... Never would do it consistently every fucking night. Right. But at the same time, you got to look at it like he came in the league. He was a teenager. He was a straight child. I'm not mad at him. I was 100% cool. I mean, you know, like they say, pressure bust pipes, man. And it just basically got to a point where Barkley's just constantly poking at him, poking at him, poking at him. And it's like, what I don't understand about Barkley is he's so fucking weird and strange. And I don't fuck with Charles Barkley, really. He say a lot of, like, crazy shit himself. But the thing with Charles Barkley is like, all right. You say that the Golden State Warriors' brand of basketball can't win, and they've proven, like, Steve Kerr has, like, got the greatest winning percentage of all time as a fucking head coach. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, you hating on LeBron, too, and they play a different style of basketball. So it's like you don't want nobody to win a championship? Well, like, sure. Or you want the Spurs to win every fucking year? Like, what do you like if you criticizing both sides of the fucking puzzle? Like, I don't like I don't understand this shit. And then it's like to call the man whiny and all of that shit. It's like that's personal. So LeBron got personal. So yeah. it's like yo, watch your motherfucking mouth, old head. Oh, like, it's, it's like it's like what do you expect somebody to to say back to like 
you being a crybaby and you being whiny and this and that, and they gave you everything you want, and you're not in the organization. You don't know what goes on. You don't know the fights and the back and forth that it took to get JR contract you, done. You, you don't know the ins and outs, outs and ins. Yeah, you that's ain't. A, that's another American. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't respecting Rich Paul's acumen as an agent and all of the shit he had to go through to get Tristan Dill done and to get JR's deal done and all of that shit. Like you just. They just gave you a, no the fuck they didn't yeah, like the fuck we didn't we didn't been through a coach like I didn't I didn't want them to hire fucking David Blatt they I hired the motherfucker anyway the shit ain't work like yeah. then they had to turn around and hire Tyron who I said should have been the coach to begin with yeah. so it's like they're making mistakes and I'm rolling with the fucking punches but you can't blame you can't then blame me for when shit goes wrong that they did Bro, shit. Jordan used to be choking niggas yeah like, punching niggas in the face niggas all in that the shit face and the fucking practice and all that shit so. No, I, I was totally 100% cool with LeBron. Staying on the basketball uh, theme, Greg Popovich. Hey, can we get some fake claps just for Greg Popovich, yeah, his man. Black History Month uh, statement? Greg Popovich gave the – you, you want to go? I wanna, I'm going to read All right, you, you can do it. Greg Popovich gave the greatest fucking statement ever from a fucking coach in any professional sport about Black History Month. All right, here we go. This is long, but stay with me. Well, it's a remembrance and a bit of a celebration in some ways. It sounds odd because we're not there yet, but it's always important to remember what has passed and what is being experienced now by the black population. It's a celebration of some of the good things that have happened and a reminder that there's a lot more work to do. But more than anything, I think if people take the time to think about it, I think it is our national sin. It's always intrigued me when people come out with, I'm tired of talking about that, or do we have to talk about race again? And the answer is, you're damn right we have to, because it's always there. And it's systemic in the sense that when you talk about opportunity, it's not about, well, if you lace up your shoes and you work hard, then you can have the American dream. That's a bunch of hogwash. If you were born white, you automatically have a monstrous advantage educationally, economically, culturally in this society and all the systemic roadblocks that exist, whether it's in a judicial sense, a neighborhood sense with laws, zoning education we have a huge problems in that regard that are very complicated but take leadership time and a real concern to try to solve it's a tough one because people don't really want to face it and it's our national discourse we have a president of the united states who spent four or five years disparaging and trying to illegitimize our president and we know that that was a big fake but still, he felt for some reason it had to be done. I can still remember a paraphrase close to a quote. Investigators were sent to Hawaii and you cannot believe what they found. Well, that was a lie. So it's be still if it's being discussed and perpetrated at that level, you've got a national problem. I think that's enough. Yeah, straight up and down. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Like, right on time. Right on fucking time. This is a 60-year-old white man. Real talk. Who's literally seen the civil rights era, seen, you know what I'm saying, 70s, 80s, all of that shit, 90s, 2000s, Rodney King beat it, all of that shit. And he's able to, off the cuff. Yeah. Um put that statement together and, you know, and muster those words. It's fucking amazing that he really has a grasp on where black culture was, where it is now and what we need to do in order to preserve it going forward. 
Yeah, I, I was thoroughly impressed with Greg. I always like Greg Popovich. Yeah, I would say he's the greatest coach ever. That just completely sold it for me. I'm like, damn, like to hear to hear an older white man speak that eloquently about the the black race, right? And the black struggle. It was beautiful. That was dope. I, I fuck with Greg Popovich 100 percent for that. And then turn around, Donald Trump, <laughs> this fucking guy, he wants to change. Black History Month to African American History African American History Month. Yeah. I, I I was lost after talking with quote unquote black leaders. Like who the <laughs> fuck are these black leaders that you keep meeting with? Like dog, did, did you see the picture? He was in the room. Yeah, he was at the round table with all these black people in suits, and he looked lost. Like he looked puzzled. Yeah, and he was looking around. Like which one the, of y'all niggas I gotta talk to? The caption said, "Okay, which one of you guys is Frederick Douglass?" <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, there was a statement that was that said that uh, he met with Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> and they were like, "It was Martin Luther King the third. Yeah. Like, and they like, and they just never corrected this shit. It's like uh, <laughs> Sean Spicer again. He actually met with Martin Luther King Jr. Like, what? He met with Doctor King <laughs> like, no, last night. Impossible. Like, <laughs> Sean Spicer been working impossible. hard as shit. Yo, the, the Saturday time. Night Live skit Dog. that you sent, man. Holy Dog. shit, I put that shit man. in the chat this morning. I'm like, y'all gotta see this <laughs> like, shit. Like, what the Shout fuck? out to Melissa McCarthy. She was fucking hilarious at Sean Spicer last night. Yo, man, please go on the internet and watch that shit, man. Fucking Sean Spicer skit from uh, Saturday Night Live last night, man. Holy shit. Yeah, that was fucking funny, man. So, yeah, so they, they, they signed a decree to change Black History Month into African American History Month. Um, they deemed the term black to be outdated after meeting with black political leaders. Um, are these the same black political leaders who said that um, the top gang members, gang in, members in Chicago yeah. called them? We're going we gonna <laughs> to give y'all less bodies. <laughs> give us some federal funding and uh, we're going to give y'all less bodies. We want a lunch program and we want some Ubers around this yeah. motherfucker with a, a free promo code. I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck does this even mean? Top gang members. And the shit was all a lie. And it like, was all the pr- pastor boy was lying. Ain't it's like, they like, yo, where's your, number one, where's your church? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number two, you a pastor of what? <laughs> like, number three, where did they find you at? Yo. Number four, who mans is this? Yo. Like, the motherfucker they, did three different journals and told three different stories. They asked him about it the next day. Was like, so what gang member said that you would? He was like, oh, that was they wasn't I mean, gang, they, 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 gang. They was ex gang members, ex gang old niggas that used to Co- gang bang. That's community leaders now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that want to see things turn around in the city of Chicago. Oh. And uh, I was tired, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> he said I was tired. I, I, it was general fatigue that made me misspeak. So I said, I said that shit, but you gotta understand. So I was with this big booty young bitch the night before, so you gotta understand that you know when you fucking with a young bitch, it wears you out more than if you fuck a dinosaur because they want to fuck all night. He asked the boy, interview was like, you never been up for fourteen hours and just said some shit that just didn't make sense. That's they what like, the fuck happened. They're like, no. <laughs> no. And and then, of course, our vice president, Mike Pence, not to be outdone oh, by all the silliness. Mike Pence tweeted on the first day of Black History Month. <laughs> Yo, the first of the, the month the, was crazy. The first of the month was nuts. <laughs> the first day of Black History Month, Mike Pence tweeted, let us take a moment to big up Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> who, with the 13th Amendment... Abolish slavery freed and free the slaves <laughs> to let you niggas run, jump, and dunk basketballs. We love you, America. You know that started a um uh a Pence Black History Month like hashtag 
where people started <laughs> dropping tweets about Black History Month. <laughs> but, With the Mike Pence spin on yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, before we thank Rosa Parks for her contribution to civil rights, let's remember the white bus driver, Dan, who <laughs> let her on the bus <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> That's how the shit was going. The, the fucking alternative facts movement is, yo, like, through the roof, man. The hashtag was fucking hilarious. But yeah, Holy the, shit, the whole man. The whole first was insane. The whole first. For those of you that are out there that aren't familiar with what we're talking about in the 13th Amendment, go watch the 13th documentary We spoke on about that a couple shows we ago. spoke about a couple shows ago. Go watch it's, 13th. It's produced by Netflix, um, directed... Um, Ava DuVernay. Ava DuVernay. See, I remember that. Yeah, Ava DuVernay. And it basically gets into all the ins and outs of the 13th Amendment and how it abolished slavery, but then made all this other petty shit unlawful and made it possible for the current jail system to exist yeah. so it's like we abolished one slavery system and came up with another one you know what i'm saying and don't get me wrong some of you niggas deserve to be in jail yeah no some of you niggas need to go in front of a firing squad yeah. but that's neither here nor there you know what i'm saying but the way that they did this shit was real slick you know what i'm saying and saying oh we gonna abolish slavery but in the fine print we gonna lock you up if you fucking uh if you walk around with your with your shoes untied for too long. We gonna lock you up for three years and yeah. make you work for free too. Lo- loitering was a fucking real yeah. live offense that you went to jail for. You whistled at a white woman, you be lucky to go to jail. You How might about get dragged down the motherfucking street. Let's talk about that. For yeah, a the second. Emmett Till situation. That was fake. So how many years later? Just like sixty something. She eighty two now. She 82, so she was supposedly how long? How old? So 24, 20. So about 60 years yeah, later, um, we have come to find <clears throat> out that the Emmett Till situation is fake. And for those of you that don't know, Emmett Till was a young black man who was beaten, brutalized, dragged by a car, all of that shit. He was from the shy, and he, he spent time down south. I think it happened in... I don't want to speak wrongly. So Probably I'm, Mississippi or Alabama. Mississippi. I'm going to say Mississippi. And um, it was stated that he, ha- he harassed and attempted to rape this white woman. And that was the story that she went with. And because of that, he was beaten, brutalized, dragged by a car, completely mutilated at his funeral. Like his mother couldn't even recognize him. Um, and he was lynched. And it basically just shows the ugly history of America and the fact that oh, somebody oh, could he's lose from, he's from Pensacola, Florida. Okay. No, I nigga, I'm I'm reading Emmett Smith. <laughs> oh shit. I'm like, wait, no. This segment <laughs> of the realest podcast ever is brought to you by the Florida Gators. Oh, I swear <laughs> to God. It says place of birth, uh Pensacola, Florida. Uh Inducted into the National Football Hall of Fame. Like, no, that's, like, that's wait, not no, the right one. That ain't. That, that's not it. No, I'm I'm tripping. Damn, Emmett Smith. I typed in Emmett and just hit the first <laughs> thing that came up. So it just shows the ugly history of America and the fact that you know when you're black, you can lose your life over a lie, and nobody will fucking question this shit or second guess it. And this is long before the days of like DNA evidence he's, and all of that shit. Emmett Till is from Chicago, like I knew that, and he was killed in Money, Mississippi, at 14. Yeah, of course it was Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, 14 years old, beaten, brutalized, fucking lynched, dragged by a car, all of that shit. And the lady said she just felt it was right to come out and say the truth after, oh, 60 you know, years. 60 <laughs> years, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, just based off of a lie. And that was literally like, that's how they got, ri- back in the day, that's how they got rid of us. Like, you know what I'm saying? You didn't do nothing? Uh, Not to go completely off subject, but if you watch the movie Rosewood, where they completely like burned down Gainesville, Florida, yeah, that was all a lie. Remember the white woman was yeah. screaming that she got raped by yeah. a nigga? And it Didn't was, happen. It was a, it was a lie. Yeah, it wasn't no rape kits back then. Destroyed the whole goddamn town over yeah, there. Y'all yeah, y'all got to go. 
That's crazy that that actually happened. Yeah, I'm so a, I really hit Emmett Smith. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, so I think that's uh, all of our Black History uh, Month moments uh, to date so yeah. far. Um, it's one, only what is it? The fifth? It's the fifth. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's the fifth. The fifth. We got we got twenty three more days of this. So we need more goddamn days in February, man. Yeah, yeah we do got twenty. Yo, more I days. saw this uh, this meme that said, "How do you um, how do you distract people from uh?" How do you distract people from Black History Month? Oh, yeah, the Super Bowl, the All-Star Weekend, Oscars. I saw that, yeah. But, yeah, yeah it was. Uh, it said uh, week one, Super Bowl, week two, Grammys, week three, All-Star Weekend, week four, Oscars. And that, folks, is how you get people distracted to ignore Black History Month. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Um, so, I think I think that's pretty much all we got, like, with the yeah, current okay, events so, and shit. Yeah, oh, the one last thing, 50 Cent bankruptcy. 50... Finesse his way out of bankruptcy. Genius. Genius. He paid, he had a $24 million debt. It was like 15, it was like 18 million to sleek audio and then another 7 million to uh, Rick Ross' baby mom. He paid 8.7 million in cash, paid that debt back. Boom, he's making monthly payments over the last year and a half. And then he sued his former attorneys who lost the sleek audio case. And won a $16 million judgment. So now he put that 8.7 with that $16 million judgment. He went to the courts and they accepted that as repayment for his bankruptcy. So now the courts will pursue his $16 million judgment in order to get those other debts paid. But he's now absolved from bankruptcy and he can go back to resuming his normal fucking life. And he has another, he has another, uh, he has another fucking lawsuit against, um, his attorney who lost the Rick Ross baby mama case. So all that being said, 50 finesse his way out of bankruptcy. Shout out to that. But we're going to get into this main topic. No, well, no, this is, this is, we're actually about to just, this is where the show just completely takes a left <laughs> turn. Like we, you know, the current events was cool. This is normally where the show, it's always around the 45, 50 minute mark. Yeah. The show just completely goes left. Chad wants to talk about this shit. I told him to leave it alone. Stop. I, he's a drawbox. We got to talk about this shit. He wants to talk about fake watches. <laughs> so he was, listen, he was itching to go into this shit the whole week. And I'm like, nah, man, let people cook. And he was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to speak on it. So listen, man, there has been a ridiculous influx of fake watches in the city of Philadelphia. And I'm sure it's not just Philadelphia, saying but the, it's so many like fucking Grand Prix drivers and like Regal Sport drivers and shit like with $30,000 watches. And the problem that I have is not so much that you rocking a fake watch because that's none of my business, but the fact that y'all want me to believe that you have a fake twenty dollars to $30,000 watch is like what's fucking like my head up. Like, it's like, yo, bro, your car $2,200, your watch is $18,000. <laughs> like, you probably have an air mattress in the crib. Like I'm confused. You know what I'm saying? When, it's just when, like I, when I they're saw somebody, it. I saw somebody post the uh, all the Rollies for nine fifty. Nine fifty, authentic retail. I don't understand <laughs> why the fake Rollie has to cost nine fifty. And, and that's the other thing. If you pay nine fifty for a fake Rollie, you pay too much. Like because you could get a real like you can get Movado, a Vado, a Swatch, 
a tag hewer? Five, six hundred? Yeah, so I don't understand paying nine fifty for a fake Rolex. That yeah, just doesn't saying, make sense. And if you're going to buy a fake Rolex, they got good-ass replicas for like 300 bucks. Buy. I, I got an Apple Watch, and my drone was 500 It's nice. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm saying like, I have a Breitling on right now. This is like my everyday like sport watch or whatever. Talking shit. I paid $2,200 for this watch. And it's real. And I have paperwork and all of that shit. Took brand new, out the box, brand new paperwork go with this watch. And I have a warranty, a fucking two-year warranty on this shit. You're going to buy a fake watch for half of what I pay for this watch. No warranty, no nothing. When it's just when it's done, it's done. And when the shit turn your arm green, you can't even go to the hospital hey, and explain to them get, properly what the fuck happened. Get it how you live. You want to <laughs> like, put on a fake Roly and act like Wayne when Juvie and them left? And, here, and here's another thing. Uh, this is a message from the fucking from the wolves and the robbers. The wolves told me to tell y'all they are tired of robbing uh-huh. you niggas and then find out y'all watches are fake. That's I'm gotta, saying that's gotta suck. the wolves are hitting licks on y'all niggas. A, a, a wolf took three watches from somebody and all of them was fake. So I guess like, so what do you do when you get a fake watch and a robbery? You wear it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you wear it. <laughs> I was saying, like, yeah, well, you, you a wolf. Do you, you sell it for like four fifty? Yeah, no, you wear it because these little simple bitches can't tell the difference. So yeah. you wear the motherfucker. So now you three roly ball because you tried to take the shit to shine and they wouldn't one, buy the one, motherfucker. One of my favorite rappers ever, uh, Panero Styles Holiday. Yeah, had one of the greatest lines ever. You know what I'm talking about? I seen a roly not move, but the shit still work. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, listen, you know what I'm saying. The goal is to be like, oh, damn, we got a rolly on with diamonds and all of that shit. Motherfuckers, like, ain't nobody asking for no paperwork or no shit like yeah. that. So, My whole thing is this. I'm a watch guy. Like, since I was a kid, I've always been a watch guy. I study watches. Like, I know all the history and all that shit. Like, at your jeweler. Like, y'all just want to keep, like, popping up with these motherfucking twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 watches. Nobody's at their jeweler or saying where they got the shit from. So that's the first way we know, like, you're bullshitting. The second thing is a lot of these jewelers in Philly will sell you a real watch and sell you a fake watch at the same motherfucking time. So it's like... That goes on, too. Yeah, and then it's like so much, like, crafty shit where it's like a motherfucker will have a fake watch and real diamonds or have a real watch with, with fake, fake diamonds. diamonds in it. It's just like... One of my one of my friends actually bought a watch. I'm not going to put him out there. He bought a, a watch for real watch prices. Yeah. And he was in New York, and he went to get diamonds put on it. Like the bezel and shit. Yeah. And the jeweler asked him, why do you want to put real diamonds on a fake fake watch? watch. And he's like, no, this ain't fake, fam. I paid da-da-da-da. And they like, I don't give a fuck how much you paid for it. (laughs) You know, this shit didn't come from, what's Rolex from? uh, Switzerland? Swiss? Yeah. Yeah, this is from Taiwan. (laughs) Like, this is is not a real watch. So it's like, yeah, that happens. And then then you got to go ape shit, you know what I mean? Right. And the biggest Hold thing, with, the situation. biggest thing with me is because like, I'm a watch nigga. I own a, I own a Rolex, a brand new Rolex. Um, on top of this watch, I'm about to buy another one for my birthday. And my whole thing is that it's like, yo, motherfuckers are out here like busting their ass, working hard, and like taking penitentiary chances in certain cases to like acquire these things. And then a the motherfucker just pop up with the three hundred dollar version hey, and get the that. same fucking respect. You, like you risking <laughs> your life, I work at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Pussy, we both got Rolexes. We the same. We the same, motherfucker. Is it? They don't know the difference. <laughs> yeah, they nobody's investigating. You know what I'm saying? And nobody knows the fucking difference or really even cares for the most part. This girl put up a post a couple months ago saying basically like why y'all care when people shit fake like if you pay twenty thousand and they pay five hundred they just save nineteen thousand five hundred I'm like no that's not the way this works like (laughs) it's like no it's not that's not the fucking way that this shit works man you know what I'm saying so that's my Philly fake watch buster fucking segment you know what I'm saying um at your jeweler and drop your watch in some water if it's real
I dare you. You're not going to do it. So transitioning, um, (laughs) we now have the main topic of the week, um, the age of e-begging, which is short for electronic begging. This is the way we come up with show topics here. It's like we'll we'll do the show. Somebody has said, like, two episodes ago, I say, yo, I'd vote for Migos if they ran for president. This episode. Chad, like, yo, light bulb goes off. Like, yo, let's, let's do Migos for president. The week before that, Chad said you got women who are, like, having sex with celebrities and they're on social media e-begging. Yeah. And I, I fell out from the term e-begging, and it was like, boom. Yeah, it's like email, e-begging. Same shit, electronic begging. So uh, so basically, like, th- th- this whole topic came about because there are so many ridiculous GoFundMe scams and attempted GoFundMe finessers and Kickstarters for ridiculous reasons and shit like that. Like, yeah, And he, people he, are literally asking folks to crowdfund anything. Yeah, like, crowdfunding has... Crowdfunding has it's, it's, it's taking a left turn. It's, it's like going it's else. like once the hood got a fucking a part of this yeah, shit, yeah, got yeah. winded. It's like wait, I can go online anonymously can, ask strangers can, for money. I can go to please send me some money dot com <laughs> and, and and motherfuckers might send me some money. Yeah, that's that that sounds cool. Like so, it's it's crazy. So it's like I've literally in the last year, year and a half, I've seen it all. Like just recently, I seen one where a girl said, "Help me with a down payment on my dream house," yeah. and I'm sitting here like. Ma'am, hands on my hip, <laughs> ma'am. You mean to tell me that you want to go? He really did a hands on like, his hip. You mean to tell me that you want to move? You want us to finance you moving into your dream house yeah. while we live in poverty in the fucking projects? But give us, give you our hard earned money so you can go live in the life, the I, lap of luxury. I, I saw a chick. Uh, she was graduating high school and she was going to college. And she asked her, I guess she asked her folks for a car, and they said no. So she was on GoFundMe. Like, listen, my parents <laughs> said no, but I really need a whip. So, and mind you, her goal was 25000 And I'm like, yo, you don't want a squatter. You're like, trying to buy a brick, bitch. <laughs> like, you're, talking about a whip. you're trying to buy a fucking a brick of Perico. This like. is when I knew the, go, the, the, the GoFundMe's and shit got nuts. The, the kid that got killed uh, right around our area, the, uh, the kid, the girl shot him, the girlfriend yeah, shot him, yeah, and hopped yeah, out yeah. the truck. His family made a GoFundMe for his funeral. Cool, simple enough. Yeah. Her family made a GoFundMe for, for her lo- legal for fees. lawyer fees. <laughs> I'm like, y'all are tripping. This it, bitch fled the scene of a murder. Not trying. Yeah, you know what's funny? <laughs> the day that that happened, my dad was like, he called me like, I, like, like making sure I was cool because he was like, I'm watching on the news. Me and the kid had the same kind of truck, and he was 32, and they that, they put it on the news like. 32-year-old man shot by his uh, girlfriend, and they showed the truck. And my pop was like, you know, I know you guys have guns and all that shit. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? He was like, okay, cool. You know, but it's just like, yeah. Try, like Trying to make sure lead it in 187. Yeah, yeah. But it's, <laughs> but, it's, but it's just like, yeah. They really wanted a, a go. They put up a GoFundMe for her legal fees. And it's just like, yeah, the GoFundMe shit is like literally people have a kid got a field trip. They like, okay, cool. 200 bucks help my son go to Disneyland (laughs) help my son go to the fucking zoo whatever the fuck is going on and it just like the shit that's crazy about it it just kind of illuminates like that this current generation of people no one wants to work nobody wants to work for shit like nobody wants to get out here and earn nothing nobody wants to fucking god forbid you go out here and establish good credit and then go to the bank and get a loan and pay your loan do what you got to do and pay your fucking loan back like god forbid motherfuckers just want free money like this society is all about not working 
this generation, excuse me, is all about not working. Yeah, there was a uh, the meme floating around with the guy with the finger to his head that was like, why go to school and work hard when you can sell dad hats for $45? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nobody don't want to work so for I, shit. I, I, Everybody's I, trying to establish fucking passive income. I, I, remember, I remember one day I was going to work and uh, I was working overtime and one of my friends called me and wanted to borrow some money and I was like, yeah, you know, I, I got it on me. It was a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. And I was like, meet me at my gig because I'm on my way there now. He's like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll meet you right there. Pulls up, meets me. I, I give him the money. And he was like, what you doing? What you, you you going to work? I said, I thought you off on Saturday. I'm like, I'm working overtime. He's like, man, you work too fucking much. And he pulled off. And I'm like, I just gave you. <laughs> I gave you proceeds <laughs> for me working too I'm much. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, working is just not cool no more. And it's just like me, crazy, if I, man. if I. You know, I don't know. Now, some of the more ridiculous ones that I've seen are help me pay back the plug. Uh, The plug gave me uh, two zips. I fucked the bread up. I need $550 (laughs) to pay the plug back. So that was one. Um, Help me get to Vegas for Floyd fight. Like three years ago. You remember that that one? That was like the initial ridiculous go for me. She got it. Yeah. Like she got the money. And then stunned on us and yeah. said, oh, you must. But she raised her goal after she yeah. after she got the initial money. Kylie fucking Jenner. You talking about raising goals. Kylie Jenner's best friend. Yeah, her best friend. Uh, it wasn't for a funeral, right? Her, her dad's funeral. She initially started to go for me at 30,000. Who the fuck needs 30, 30 bands for a funeral? A funeral. Mind you. That's your, like Biggie's your, funeral. Mind you, your best friend is like. From a billion dollar family. Real shit. Got 30 million of her own. Yeah, real talk. You go into the internet to ask us for money. And what was so fucked up about it is once people start donating. She saw like 12 grand come she in the first the day. Gold she raised the to 50. <laughs> oh shit, I can get extra time out of this. <laughs> I can go, I can go on a vacation for my pain and suffering yeah. off you motherfuckers. Like, it's free motherfucking money. So it's it's crazy, man. It's like the shit that people ask for, like like y'all literally are online fucking panhandling. Like it's crazy. Page unresponsive. Let's kill that. Yeah, it's it's insane. So I'm looking at some ridiculous uh, GoFundmes. A dude named Frank Payne is requesting thirty five thousand to purchase Dave Grohl. Yes, he really means buy Dave Grohl, as in the dude from Foo Fighters and Nirvana. <laughs> I'm his biggest fan and figured I can round up enough scratch to purchase him so we can hang out and high five and shit. If indeed it is illegal to purchase another human or if Mr. Grohl isn't a willing purchase, then I'll spend the money on beer because Dave seems like the kind of person that would want me to drink beer. Sound dumb? Maybe, but maybe not. He's already raised two thousand dollars. <laughs> fuck do you get people to give up money for this shit? Like, what in the whole entire fuck, man? You know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is a great one. All right, so another one. Free Lucius Lion. Free Lucius Lion, as in uh, when when Lucius from Empire got locked up, somebody put up a GoFundMe for Lucius Lion. Uh, we have another one that says, uh, you know why I'm here. I actually don't because there's no information to go along with this. Project G50 campaign. Oh, this is when uh, Creflo, Dollar, Creflo right? Dollar was trying to raise money to buy a new private jet. <clears throat> Because his old private jet apparently couldn't get him around to the 20 countries that he needed to go to. So Pastor needed a new private jet. That was pretty ridiculous. 
Um, a girl started one for her new vagina. She wanted oh, wow. 10 bands. Um, I need a new vagina. How am I supposed to find a nice rich man to wipe me down if this pussy ain't grade A material? I want to get my walls surgically <laughs> tightened so that any man that enters on between these warm brown thighs won't be able to think straight. That's the goal. She was trying to raise 10 bands. Um, get Lay Lenoa a TV. Oh, they tore her apart for that. Clifton TV. Heights, Pennsylvania. Little ass TV. <laughs> Little ass TV should look like a uh, look like an iPad. That's on what the wall. somebody said. Why'd you mount an iPad? Get this broke hoe a TV. We tired of her flexing with that little ass iPad mounted on her TV wall. Save my relationship. They needed three hundred dollars. Greetings, people. As you know, <laughs> spring break is fastly approaching, and my youngin pictured above and her friends are going to Miami. If you know anything about Miami, you know she shouldn't go without a chaperone. I need to get there, be with her, and share this joyous time, but my funds have been exhausted. My Fetty is on the injured my list. My Fetty is on the injured <laughs> list. We have a great thing going, and I would hate to see it go down the drain for a little sand and sun. If you can find it in your heart to donate anything, all caps, to help me save my relationship, I would greatly appreciate it. I just need a round-trip flight. I will be staying wherever she lays her head, <laughs> eating whatever she eats, and overseeing all parties and fun activity for the du- duration of the trip. I thank you in advance. Please, fellas, I love her. He successfully raised 325 That's, of his $300 gold. He raised the money. <laughs> he raised full gold. <laughs> <laughs> he went above gold. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> this is fucking awesome, man. We need to start a GoFundMe. Like <laughs> fucking going bald. I need hella hats. Help. <laughs> Eighty-three dollars raised by four people in nineteen hours. I need some white privilege. I need hella hats. I need hella hats. Where the fuck was he? He must have found like a. He must have found like a lot of hats on eBay for eighty three dollars or on Amazon. It was like I need all these Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like you got an eighty three dollar lot of hats. I need these Jones. Shit bad Yo, up top. You know I'm bald. I, I thought it was about to be some shit for like his hair. No, I need hella hats. I need hella hats. You know what I'm saying? Some roof peeking through. I need hella hats, bro. Hello, everyone. I'm today to ask that you assist me in acquiring some white privilege. Although I have layered appreciations that have affected my ability. Oh, uh, yeah, this was about something about white privilege. I'm not fucking with that one. Uh, go, oh, wow. <laughs> go fund me. Help Yandy get the part she deserves. It's got $1,642 raised by 16 people in four days. To help Yandy get a new weave. <laughs> Yandy's rich as fuck, man. Like, I got kids, $0 raised by zero people in 15 minutes. Y'all giving Yandy new weave and shit. Help me take my kids to Disney World. Dance party for Dancing Man. 83, do y'all remember the Dancing Man, the fat guy that was at the party dancing and people were trying to shame him for dancing and shit? I don't remember this. I, I remember it was, uh, Google Dancing Man. It was a fat white guy, whatever, he was dancing, and somebody was, like, recording him, like, shaming him for dancing. So somebody was like, we're going to do a dance party for Dancing Man where he can dance as much as he wants and nobody's going to shame him. They had a $20,000 goal. They raised 8326 bucks. Make Tebow an NFL starting QB. $440 of $500 million. That's crazy, yo. 
The goal in his campaign is simple. Raise enough money to buy an NFL team and make Tim Tebow the starting quarterback. If you think this is a joke, I urge you to read the article that I wrote on why no one in the NFL wants Tim Tebow. That has to date received nearly half a million views. Please note, this is an all or nothing fundraiser. If I don't raise $500 million, you will not be charged your pledge amount. Also, if I'm unable to raise the additional funding necessary to purchase a team and then actually purchase an NFL team and sign Tebow. I will refund all money to all donating parties, less any taxes I may still be required to pay. <coughs> Buy Azalea Banks a ticket out of the USA. <laughs> <laughs> they had a $5,000 goal. They didn't raise any money on that one. Uh, Help Baker take Carucci on a date. This is a worthy cause. He was only trying to raise $300. I'm definitely not taking Carucci on a $300 date. T- might take Carucci on like a $3,000 date. I love that Asian uh, woman. I think you all know that. He raised 50 bucks out of his $300 goal. Get Riley Cooper cut from the Eagles. This is obviously an old one. They had the little fucking uh, support your – show your support by going to this link, gofundme.com slash cut Cooper, and they printed up – remember like the old oh, school shit where shit. it was like yeah, you take yeah. the tab off the fucking light pole yeah. and then you call a number and it, they supposed to get like some fucking $3,000 a day job to work from home and it's never fucking that. They had the little uh, little leaflet Jones made up. Help me drop my mixtape, fam. Yeah, no. No money. Help me get my ex back. Gold, $65. <laughs> Raised, $0. So this is just like some example of it's, some of it's, the ridiculous. It's fucked up, though, because the, the terrible GoFundMes take away from the, the worthy cause. Yeah, and that's the biggest fucking takeaway out of everything. It's like, yo, y'all keep coming up with all these bullshit-ass GoFundMes, and it's literally taking away from, like, worthy causes and, like, people who really need help and legitimately, like, need the money. Like, Yeah, it's terrible. Let me see if I can find any more hilarious ones. Dumb crowd sourcing. Worst GoFundMe campaigns ever. Um, a fun to erase this bad decision. Girl had a fucking tattoo on her forehead. <clears throat> Turns out getting a job was tough for this tattooed New Yorker to help erase her really, really, really terrible decision and hopefully brighten up her job prospects. She started a GoFundMe campaign to get the 420 tattoo removed from her forehead. Aiming for 800, she raised more than a thousand dollars in just a few days. So same saying, like if you Google ridiculous GoFundMe, there's just endless and endless and endless amounts of these. And um, you know, we 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 don't want to keep dealing with this shit. So curb your fucking uh, GoFundMe requests. Unless you have, like, a legitimate cause. We're not funding in, shit. In the words of Chad on episode, I think it was two. Get a fucking job. Get a no, job, No more bitch. handouts. Get a fucking job. The American dream is that the shit is built on capitalism and that, you know, you're able to literally go out here, create a business, create an idea. We got more fucking tech billionaires than ever. Go hire, create a fucking app, create an idea for an app, get with an app developer, and get fucking rich. Like, stop going on the internet begging strangers for fucking money. Look at how well we're doing with a fucking... A dream and a fucking microphone. Yeah, exactly. You know Sorry, with, a, with a small reserve budget yeah, right. to fund our dream. <laughs> and look at how well we're fucking doing. It's fucking awesome. Are you want to go into the social media question? Yeah, of the week? man. All right. Uh, y'all know every week we do a social media topic, social media question. This week uh, we're going to do... I had it. Damn. Uh, here we go. Should a man be obligated to pay for a woman's babysitter if he's taking her out on a date? Uh, 
My answer to this is hell no. Fuck I, I was no. gonna say fuck no. Yeah, but hell right, no, hell. fuck no. Hell, um, hell no, fuck no. So and my like reasoning it. is this: if the goal of going on a date is you're going to eat, you're going to go out, have a good time, probably get some free dick at the end of the night or whatever, I shouldn't be obligated. And that's the, the that obligated word again. I shouldn't be obligated to help you cover your uh, back office stuff that you need in order to free you up to get you out of the house. I was gonna say it's simply put if. If you're going out to enjoy each other's company, I'm coming to pick you up, taking you out, paying for the meal, paying for whatever we do afterwards. That kid isn't mine. Yeah, it's not my kid. So it's like you you and whoever the guy is, y'all have a, a child. You know what's funny? I actually had this situation happen years ago in my life where I gave a girl money for a babysitter and then found out through her mom that... The, there mom, was no baby the mom was watching the kid. She pocketed and, the and, bread. And the mom told me, like, yeah, she's always dropping the fucking kid. You know, the hood mom would tell yeah, you anything. Yeah. She's like, yeah, her trifling ass always dropping the kid <laughs> off my house. And I'm like, well, shit, you know, I, she gave you money for baby to, for babysitting. She's like, she don't give me nothing. Give me shit. I'm like, but I gave her, <laughs> I gave her $40 U.S. currency <laughs> to give to a babysitter. Finesse. Cole finesse. You, you know what I'm saying? People been finessing before finessing was a thing. Somebody... Posted it and was like, the caption was, man, you bitches don't want to pay for shit. Yeah, y'all. I, I, I can't like, think who, po- who said that. Yeah, like, y'all literally don't want to, like, some of y'all are ridiculous, don't want to pay for nothing. It's like, yo, you're going to go out, you're going to eat, you're going to probably get fucked because y'all be giving that hole up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you're going to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Nigga probably going to come in you, everything. Like, <laughs> your stomach going to be full and your vagina. And you telling me I got to pay for your fucking babysitter for your kid to come outside? Now, here's the, here's the, the, the kicker. If I absolutely. Like is I have to, if I'm like on your dick and I absolutely have to see you, I will pay for it if I have to. That's like a last resort. Or if it's some like some important shit, like and I told you about it and I need a date or I needed you to go. All right, cool, fuck it. We're not gonna let the babysitter stop yeah. me from going out. But like on a first, second date, like no, and it's rude for you to ask. Like, yeah. how do you ask somebody that? Like, oh yeah, you know I really want to go and eat up all your food from Ocean Prime. And run up the tab and eat and, a lobster tail and, 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 and shit. And take pictures and of VIPs and, yeah. and Barry Bubbles and, and shit. And have but, a photo shoot on but, the steps. Uh, I need you to pay for my babysitter for me to do so. You ain't got a sister. You ain't got a girlfriend that you be sucking dick with on Tuesdays. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That you can call to watch your kid for you. Like, you need a better support system. Yeah. You you can't call the kid's father and say, hey, uh, deadbeat Dan, can you no, watch your really kid? they really can't. Like, <laughs> they really can't. The fathers are, they ain't shit. Yeah. Like, niggas ain't shit. Like, no, I'm getting my dick sucked tonight. I can't watch the kids. Yeah. Like, but like, what's crazy is, though, it's like, as a man with children, there's no such thing as watch your kids or babysit your that kids. That shit is hilarious. They're your kids. <laughs> like, you're supposed to do that. My dad never babysat us. <laughs> my, my dad lived with us. But right. it's like, yeah, you don't watch. My, my mom went to school. My mom had two master's degrees. She used to go to school three times a week. Yeah. You don't babysit your own children. That you just Spend time with your kids. That just doesn't make any fucking <laughs> sense. But, yeah, when I saw the question, though, I'm like, all right, no. Is there, like some of this shit be so ridiculous? It's like, is this a thing? Like, is this really happening? Yeah, it'd be like, damn, this is really how y'all getting down out here. Like, this is real life. Yeah. Like, nah. Yeah, I need you to take me out on a two hundred dollar date, pick me up, a and give me a, and date. give me a fifty for the babysitter. Then I'm gonna put in my then pocket. I'm a pocket. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make my little, my thick, make my thirteen year old sister watch the kid. What necessary? You burnt. Smell the smoke. <laughs> I ain't paying you back. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking first Enes reference on the podcast. Yeah, we definitely got an Enes Southwest reference. shit. Oh my goodness. Oh shit. But yeah, that was that was definitely big on social media this week. I seen that. I'm like, yeah, no, hell no. I don't even understand that. 
But um, all right. How about this? I'm a, I'm gonna pull a couple of questions. I actually pulled the questions out that I already that I wanted to ask. I kind of right, cool. I kind of cheated this week just because I thought they were funny. You know what I mean? Um, the first one, uh, I'm imagining this has to be a guy because he's like, "Yo, I'm watching this video on Facebook where a guy's on a date with a chick, and her baby father comes in a restaurant and beats her the fuck up, and the ball just rolled." If you on a date with a chick and her baby father or ex comes in the restaurant drawling, what do you do? I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying that's that's your problem. I ain't you got no saying, time for this. You know what I'm saying I'm I, I'm gonna be all the bitch ass niggas in the world. That's cool. I don't know this man, and and I don't have no problem with him. That's your issue. You know what I'm saying you need to clear up your motherfucking issue. You know if you got psycho beat you up niggas. You know what I'm saying because he probably beat you up before. Tonight is not the first night he beat you the fuck up. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And again, stop risking your life for lollipop lamb chops. Like, it's not that deep. You know what I'm saying? We can reschedule. You need you can go out on a date with me when that nigga is in it, North it, Carolina. It, 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 it's shit. funny because I thought about this because this actually, again, a situation I've been in where I was dealing, dealing with a chick. And I remember she told me, like, yeah, you know, my ex, we had just recently broke up. He's kind of crazy. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, whatever. And we was at Fred's, the water ice place. Yeah. And we was like. Got some water ice, you know, lovely little <laughs> afternoon, <laughs> and, summer day, <laughs> and I knew he drove a white Navigator. I see the white Navigator pull up, and something in me was like, "That's him, yeah, that's the bull." <laughs> and he got out. He had a do rag on, so instantly I knew he's he, nuts. Did he had a cape out, the cape, cape swinging. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, this dude's nuts." And he walked up like, "Yeah, what's going on? Oh, 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 this who you with now? What's up, big man?" I'm like, "Hey, what's going on, player? How you? I put my hand out. He's like, "I won't shake your fucking hand." I'm like. All right, well, look, you want water ice? Because that's why, that's why, <laughs> that's why we're, we're here. here. You right. know what I'm saying? And the whole situation got diffused, but it was just the whole simple fact that this nigga really hopped out the truck and was angry as shit. Yeah. But absolutely, I'm like, fam, like, it's not that, but this is really where motherfuckers be at, dealing with niggas that's retarded, yeah. dealing with people that are fucking nuts. Listen, once upon a time, right, a friend told me about a situation where this chick that he, he it, like, the chick was basically giving that hole up, like, fucking 95 going north. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, he was standard he, yeah standard he had a good cool relationship with the chick or whatever so she told him about a time where she was at the crib with like her uh like her a nigga that she like messed with since she was like a kid since he was like 13 14 and but she had a new boyfriend who had keys to the crib so she's in the crib that the boyfriend has keys to the crib with, with her old boyfriend or whatever they fucking around boyfriend come home let himself in he got keys oh shit bitch, this is what you in here doing Beats the dog shit out of her. The old boyfriend is just sitting there like, oh, damn, oh, shit, my man, oh, you fucking her up, dog. Can you relax, please? Like, my man, if you don't get the fuck out of here before I fuck you up, you know what? You absolutely right. And the nigga left. And the boyfriend proceeds to beat the dog shit out of this bitch. And the the love of her life, her original boyfriend since she was 13, is like, oh, yeah, I don't got time for this shit. I'm out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of here. You know what? No need for both of us to get our ass whooped today. Have a nice night. Real shit. Yeah, Be blessed. No. Hell no. If you you out with a chick and her ex, her baby father, anybody show up drawling, you need to notify the proper authorities and get the <laughs> fuck out of there. Don't try to be no hero. Roll. You tripping. Um, another question I saw was pretty funny. Is a chick asking yeah the 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 big term? She's clearly not from Philly, but um, she was like the big term I always see everybody in Philly say is "rumble me, dickhead." <laughs> um. <laughs> She asked, when's the last time either one of us have been in a rumble? It's been a while. My my last rumble, uh, 
Fridays. I got in a rumble in Fridays about a two years. You told ago. me about this. Yeah. I, no, I, actually, I'm lying. My last rumble was last summer. I'm lying like shit. Who did I, you rumble last? I, summer? I rumbled my man, Uncle. You did. Tell <laughs> me so keep in mind, I'm on a bad leg and everything. Like I, I got a fucking bacteria infection in my leg. Like my leg was swollen, all this shit. Like I didn't. Pro- I'm a nigga. I didn't properly. Treat I remember the that. Shit. When I, I my leg was I, so. My man, Uncle. Used to like do shit for me or whatever. You you know, come to the bar, hand out flyers, clean up shit like that. And he was like on he was on one one night. I don't know if he was high, drunk, whatever, probably both. And he just was like on some shit and he threw like a corona bottle at the fucking glass mirror in the joint and I just snapped and I choked him and kicked him down the steps. Yeah. And then I chased him around a fucking bike outside and tried to rumble him again we, with, we, with a bad leg. We were at Friday's. It was like a, a birthday situation. So it was a bunch of people in yeah. there. And I come out the bathroom, and one of the, the chicks that we was all with, shout out Nard, by the way, because we'll get to the Nard. <laughs> but um, the, we, we um, I, I come out the bathroom, and I see this this guy talking to her. I, you know, whatever. I, I go back to my seat. Next thing I know, they arguing. And another chick that was with us was like, hey, Matt, can you stop them? And I'm like, yo, stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm like, yo, stop. And the, you there. Hey, you there. Halt. <laughs> and out of nowhere, he like mugged her. So me and Nard, Nard, if, if you've never seen Nard's a big dude. Like yeah. Nard not a fat guy, but he's, he's big, husky. Yeah. yeah. I, me and Mar, me and Nard just start war. I headbutted. I, I like <laughs> you don't hit women. Like I don't, I, I don't play that shit. Like you don't hit women. Like I, I'm, my, you know, family from the south. I got yeah. parents, mother, yeah. father, grandfather. Watched him. You don't hit women. So I headbutt him and like picked him up and threw him down the steps. And Nard goes fucking crazy. And all I remember is like the cops came and we ran and like we was running up the through the. Bo- it was crazy. <laughs> And the next day I woke up. Can y'all imagine Matt fleeing on foot from a rumble? Yo, me y'all through the bushes. (laughs) (laughs) The next day I had a big-ass hickey on the side of my head, and I'm like, all right, bull didn't touch me. But Nard, no, Nard was going crazy swinging on. I'm like, Nard fucking stole me (laughs) in the midst of this shit. And I was Uh. sore as shit. I called out of work, and I was sore as shit, and I just was like, yo, I'm really 30. Like, I got like a minute and seven seconds, a good fight and left good in my rumble. life. Yeah. So I can't be out here just wasting it on dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, the rumble me dickhead is a uh, real, real, <laughs> Philly real staple. And, and I, I want to stay on this theme. So the last question that I pulled <laughs> out of the email was, it goes to that shit. Have you ever been in a situation where your chick was trying her hardest to hit you or to get you to fight her? Yeah, Absolutely. I had a girl out, listen, I had one of my girlfriends out and out, like, hit me in the mouth with a fucking platform heel. Like, I still got a scar on the inside of my mouth and shit. Thank God she didn't knock my teeth out. But, yeah, I've aggressively had, like, it is probably my fault. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm a fucking asshole and a dickhead. Like, I can say say things to people to incite them. I still do. To make them, like. My girl always says, like, you know what buttons to press. I'm like, yeah, I'm back. You you ever see the, uh. The uh the shit on the internet where it's Kermit pressing the the typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I am because I know what the fuck to say. Yeah. I know what to do. Yeah, I've been punched in the mouth while driving and shit. Like I say some out of pocket shit, get punched in the mouth while I'm driving. I, I had a got chick, a choker. I had a chick pull a knife on me. That was the scariest shit ever. Oh shit. Yeah, my uh that was like three exes ago. She pulled a knife on me and wouldn't let me out the house. And it was like, yo, that listen. 
that happened to me too. No, she wouldn't the girl, let me leave the house. The girl that I told you that I went to LA about, she came to Philly and was like basically living with me for like the better part of like three <laughs> I weeks. She pulled a knife on you when you went to LA. No, like, she pulled a knife fuck? on me at my in my house. Like she trashed my apartment. Fucking like I had like an ironing board. Like it was like from the, from that day. Whatever. She's like smacked the ironing board, knocked all like the liquor and shit off the cat. Like was opening, throwing boxes and shit like that. And I like choked her. Like yo, like just on a stop. Pull a fucking knife on me, like, and wouldn't let me leave. And the chick I was dealing with, she was, um, she would, she, you would assume I she forgot about that. You shit. would assume she was half black, half Asian, because that's how she looked. But she was black, right? But she had like her whole house was Asian themed. I guess <laughs> in her skull, Feng shui. I guess in her skull, it was like if I got enough black and if I got enough swords and fucking shit in here, and people would think I'm fucking mixed right. because she looked like it. But yeah. yeah, she, we was in there and arguing, and one thing led to another, and I'm like, yo, I'm out in the. You, you never see those. They got like three swords. Like it's a big sword. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's a big so sword. Not a knife, a sword. She pulled out the middle sword and was like, you ain't going no fucking way. let you know she meant business. Yeah, I'm, I was scared as shit because it was a sword. Yeah, it was crazy. And it was just like, holy yeah, shit. I got out of that. I left her alone. Yeah, I just had regular kitchen knives pulling me. Never a sword. No, we was in the living room and she had the big ass swords on the coffee table. Ever had a woman pull a gun on you? My girl jokes about it all the time because she she has guns. Like I got her, yeah. she's in the guns now. But now she never pulled one. My girl actually chased me onto the highway though. That's another story. We'll get into that. That's 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 for later. That's for a later date. But um, yeah, like you in a relationship, I feel like anybody in, a, especially in a long term relationship, there's always gonna be that. And I feel like that's the make or break moment in a relationship. Yeah, I call it I call it a uh-oh moment. When y'all go through your first big not an argument, not mm-hmm. a yo don't talk to me go in the other room, not that. I'm talking about like when she when y'all chase each other on the Kelly Drive in the rain and go up on the expressway and you're looking for a state trooper, <laughs> right. that's help me. <laughs> please help <laughs> me. <laughs> that and when and, and it's crazy cuz once you get through that, you like, "Damn, you really love me." Like, right. you know, we we should get married eventually. Now <laughs> the thing is if it happens repeatedly, yeah, no. Now you need to escape. Now it's abort, dangerous. Hit the fucking abort button mission and eject yourself from the fucking plane. And that's the problem. We'll talk about that like on a relationship episode, like yeah. the uh oh moment we, of where it's like a transition of like, it's, oh it's, shit was just great. It's funny because now it's fucking crazy. It's funny because like I, like my girls like when y'all do a relationship episode, I'd love to come because you know we we have so much has happened in our relationship, yeah. and I'm like. Nah. <laughs> nah, I want him to know me, but not yeah, that much. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, no. Nah, I mean, you can sit in there with just. You yeah. ain't got to come in there. But yeah, but um, yeah. Th- th- I saw all of those, and it all led into one another. So right. I was like, that would be fucking funny. Hilarious, man. Oh my goodness, I, I love this shit. It's so fucking fun. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely. I, I be- we've been through it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We definitely had some situations that have gone on in life from uh, all different angles throughout throughout life. You know, years of foolishness. But, uh, yeah, man, we here. Four know, episodes down. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still in awe of, yeah. of, of what we heard earlier as far as the numbers. Um, you know, people are listening to this. Yeah. Man, and they, they rocking with us. Y'all they, crazy as a motherfucker, but thank you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> y'all really listening to this shit. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm fighting a cold right now because my voice is a little, you know, it's not my normal high-pitched. Uh, <laughs> Leek says Mickey Mouse <laughs> voice. <laughs> That I normally have. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking, I'm cough drops and cough syrup. You right. know what I'm saying? I've been going through it this past week. But um, where are we at going forward next week? Man? Um, I, the next week, social media episode? I believe that's what we're going to try to do. We got, we're we going to try to coordinate. We got some special guests. We got a couple friends. We gonna, our, that's going to be our first episode with yeah. guests. Video next week. 
Yeah, about it. We, we, we don't have to dress like cat burglars. Yeah. <laughs> we both have all black on again. Yo, <laughs> we're going to try to come on time, Just <laughs> I call, I texted Just today. I'm like, yeah, um, uh, 2.30, we probably won't make that. We'll be there around 2.45. He's like, you're supposed to be here at He's like, two, you're supposed mother. to be here at 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, yeah, we're definitely not making that. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, you want to give me your social media? Yeah, follow me on social media uh, at plus.co, Instagram at underscore C Diddy's uh, on Twitter. Uh, follow us <laughs> at the realest podcast ever on all social media. Matt makes me sick. M A T T M A K E S. I did it again. M E. M E. S I C K. M E is kicking the your M-A fucking is ass. fucking me up. But uh, yeah, man, all, all of the ads, all of the mentions, all of the emails. Keep them coming in. I don't care if they good, bad, whatever. Just yeah, I don't care if you want to call me a fat bitch. Tell us if you call Chad fat, then you don't even fucking at me. <laughs> the, um, just keep them coming in, man. Let us know what y'all feel. If y'all want topics, tell us what y'all want to hear. Yeah, y'all got you, the emails. You got the, the realest podcast. The emails are coming in. Ask Chad at gmail. y'all got the emails. Hit us up. Whatever y'all want to talk about, we want to talk about too. Fuck yeah, it. Real shit. The realest podcast ever. We be right back here next Tuesday. Holla, y'all. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.